Preface Sometimes people criticise Douglas Harding, author of On Having No Head, by saying he was like a record whose needle had got stuck. His reply was that at least his needle was stuck in the centre. The centre being the eternal, all-embracing heart of oneself, one's true self, the stillness which is the hub of the turning world, the infinitely small point that is all the while exploding into everything. No bad place to be stuck. The articles in this book, arranged in chronological order, span the period of Harding's life, 1909 to 2007, from the early 1940s to the late 1990s. And though they are the sound of a needle stuck on one subject, the changeless subject of our true identity, the only subject, they reveal something of the wide repertoire Harding composed, inspired by that single, silent, nearer-than-near, mysterious nothing that is everything. These writings also demonstrate how Harding's understanding developed over many years as he explored, in different contexts, the meaning of what he saw himself to be, in contrast to what others made of him. Harding first saw who he really was in India in 1943, after some ten years of study and writing. The important point being that in this year he saw his true self, rather than simply entertained yet another thought about it. Harding spent the rest of his long life writing about and devising ways to share the experience and meaning of who we all really are. For the story of Harding's life, see the graphic biography, The Man with No Head, by Richard Lang and Victor Lunn Rockcliffe. As I See It is not a collection of all of Harding's articles, but of those not in print elsewhere, either in the three collections of articles already published, Look for Yourself, To Be and Not to Be, and The Turning Point, or in my book, Seeing Who You Really Are, where you'll find the article On Being Aware, and articles on sex and seeing, and the benefits of seeing. I have also included a few poems in this selection. After Harding died in 2007, I took care of his books and papers. In 2016, wanting to make available all of Harding's work, I sorted out the articles no longer in print. Easier said than done. Even whilst reading through a late draft of this book, I discovered that one article appeared twice, hidden by having two different titles and introductions. Then I found that this article was itself already published under yet another title, in Look for Yourself. I'm still not completely sure there isn't some other duplication somewhere. The reason for this duplication is that from time to time Harding recycled his articles. The same article might appear, for example, first in the Ramana Maharishi Ashram journal, The Mountain Path, with quotations from Ramana, and then at a later date in the London Buddhist Society's journal, The Middle Way, slightly adjusted for a different audience. Over the years, Harding wrote many articles for these two journals, The Middle Way and The Mountain Path. In the late 50s, Harding had discovered Zen Buddhism through reading D.T. Suzuki. After many years on his own with seeing, Harding at last felt he had found friends, Buddhist masters from China and Japan, who, though long dead, spoke of their original face and of being headless. 
which of course was the same timeless and faceless original face that Harding found where he was. But most importantly, these masters were not just talking about their true nature, they were also seeing it, as was Harding. Then, soon after finding Zen, Harding read Talks with Ramana Maharishi. Ramana's repeated declaration that awareness of the self is the fundamental solution of all problems, and his insistence that the self is available now, easier to see than a piece of fruit in your hand, inspired Harding. Following his discovery of Zen and Ramana, Harding began writing for The Middle Way and The Mountain Path. Looking through Harding's papers, I also discovered writings not published before, so it's a pleasure to bring these into the light of day as well. When I first met Harding in 1970, he was always on the job. He lived, breathed, ate and slept seeing. He was almost always writing something. Visiting him, you would invariably be treated to the current version of his latest project, as if this was the best thing yet he'd written. As you'll see from the articles in this collection, his focus changed over the years. In the 50s, he was still drenched in the ideas he had presented in The Hierarchy of Heaven and Earth. So in early articles, he's primarily focused on the many-leveled living universe, including the existence of angels. Hopefully that piques your interest. Then in the 60s come articles where he is simplifying his approach and language, focusing more directly on the experience of seeing, though awareness of the sacred, many-leveled living universe is never far from the surface. Harding was also now sharing seeing with a growing number of people. A loose-knit circle of seeing friends was emerging. The article Spontaneous Awakening describes the first time Harding really shared seeing. After a winter of more than 20 years alone with who he really was, sharing seeing with others and receiving such encouraging feedback came like a surge of exhilarating spring energy in Harding's life. In the 70s, increasingly being asked to give workshops, Harding found himself developing his experiments, the skillful means that make sharing seeing so quick and easy. Harding also explored the implications of seeing in a variety of contexts. In the field of psychology, as a remedy for alienation, depression, fear and anxiety. In the field of politics, as a remedy for the conflict between nations, power blocks, races. And Harding's profound respect for and love of Christ. He was raised in the fundamentalist Plymouth Brethren is obvious in Harding's list. Harding's writings radiate a deep appreciation of being, the simple, self-evident fact that one is, that the one is. Harding wonders why there isn't just nothing. I am. By I am, he's not referring to himself as a person, but to himself as the one. How astonishing to be! You, who you really are, have happened. You are happening now. An incredible, ongoing success story unfolding moment by moment at the very heart of your life. Given that the one you are is self-originating, which, by the way, includes, without batting an eyelid, creating billions of universes all in working order, 
after such creativity, please tell me what is not possible. Harding's appreciation of, his surprise and delight about, the impossible achievement of being, the one managing to carry off this magnificent conjuring trick of hoisting itself by its own bootstraps from the darkest night of non-being, Harding described awareness of this as the joy that casts no shadow. This is the intoxicating thrill, the wildfire burning out of control at the heart of Harding's work. At the end of that very great book, The Hierarchy of Heaven and Earth, in fact it's the last sentence, Harding wrote, If this book quenches the feeblest flame of awe, of direct awareness, in myself or anyone else, then it were better never to have written it. Far from quenching any flame of awareness and wonder in me, that book set off a blaze. The articles in this collection come from the same powerful bellows. They too fan the flames of awareness and wonder, and indeed of worship in me, and of trust. As Harding often said, if you can't trust this, what can you trust? I hope these articles inspire you too. Read these articles in chronological order or jump about randomly. My hope is that each will guide you along a unique path to the home you never left, the clear, frameless window you are looking out of now, this wider-than-wide single eye, this boundless, infinitely charming, incomparable no-face, this so-so-still and peaceful hub of the always-busy world. As a way of concluding this preface, I feel inspired to say a prayer for you. I pray that in this moment you find yourself profoundly stuck, stuck in the centre, which is seeing you are blessed beyond your wildest dreams, here and now, just as you are. Richard Lang